This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, January 16th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. Wheeler faces senators. Farm aid linked to shutdown vote. AFBF patches immigration split and appropriators shuffle top spots. Senators to grill Wheeler on E15 and WOTUS. Issues from E15 to climate change and the waters of the U.S. rule are likely to be on senators' minds as acting EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler appears at his Senate confirmation hearing today. Members of the Senate Environment and Public Works Committee are also likely to question him about the impact of the 26-day federal shutdown on the environment. Wheeler has been leading the agency since July when he took over for scandal-ridden Scott Pruitt. He has largely steered clear of controversy, but has continued to implement the Trump administration's regulatory rollback strategy. Committee Democrats are likely to grill Wheeler about the newly proposed WOTUS rule, which would redefine the jurisdiction of the Clean Water Act, as well as his decision to weaken standards to control mercury and other toxic emissions from power plants. Iowa Republican Johnny Ernst and other Midwestern members will likely ask Wheeler how the shutdown will affect EPA's schedule to issue the rule, allowing year-round use of ethanol blends. Democrats and environmentalists are questioning why the hearing is even being held when 13,000 EPA employees aren't working. Natural Wildlife Federation CEO Colin O'Mare told AgriPulse, I just can't find another time in history when a nominee was put forward during a shutdown. House Dems tie disaster aid to CR. House Democrats are using a disaster aid bill for farmers in the southeast to force another vote on ending the government shutdown. The bill would expand on a disaster program enacted last year to provide additional assistance at higher coverage levels to producers who lost crops and trees to last year's hurricanes. However, Democrats moved to add a stopgap funding provision to the disaster bill that would reopen USDA and other departments and agencies. Democrats would increase the authorized agriculture disaster assistance by $1.9 billion. The bill would authorize $1.1 billion. The American Farm Bureau Federation and six state affiliates say in a letter to lawmakers that the $1.1 billion is insufficient, giving a loss in the southeast. They're estimated at nearly $5.5 billion. AFBF shifts on immigration. Members of the American Farm Bureau Federation are patching up a split that helped torpedo a House GOP ag labor bill in the last Congress. Delegates to the organization's annual meeting in New Orleans approved a resolution drafted by the California Farm Bureau. They call for ensuring that family members of existing workers get protected status in future ag labor legislation. That's important because the California Farm Bureau and Western Growers Association oppose the GOP bill in part because it would have given legal status to the workers but not to their family members. Keep in mind, the bill never got a floor vote last year and has no chance of being brought up this year with the House now under Democratic control. Another resolution urged lawmakers and the Trump administration to find a way to end the impasse over the border wall that has shut down USDA since December 21st. AFBF President Zippy Duvall told reporters that his group can only push so hard on the administration to reopen USDA. 
Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue is doing as much as he can and is currently looking at bringing back some Farm Service Agency employees for critical duties. Duvall said he's pretty limited in what he can do and he's trying to discover what those limitations are right now. For a look at how the shutdown may be crippling trade promotion programs, plus more on the AFBF policy debate, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter. It's hitting inboxes this morning. UK Parliament firmly rejects May Brexit plan. British lawmakers handed Prime Minister Theresa May a major defeat yesterday, voting 432 to 202 to reject her controversial plan to separate from the European Union. May's plan, which President Donald Trump derided, essentially proposed that the U.K. remain beholden to the EU regulations, tariffs, and non-tariff trade barriers that vex U.S. agriculture. May, speaking after the vote, said it didn't provide a path forward as the March 29 deadline for the U.K. to exit the EU draws closer. The U.S. ag sector favors a hard Brexit that would tear the U.K. completely away from the EU's steep tariffs on commodities like rice, as well as restrictions that essentially ban U.S. poultry and block most U.S. beef. And some British lawmakers also want to make a clean break from European oversight. House approves shakeup. Ag Republican makes move. Nebraska GOP Representative Jeff Fortenberry will be the top Republican on the House Agriculture Appropriations Subcommittee on the new Congress. That's the panel that writes the annual spending bill for USDA, FDA, and the Commodity Futures Trading Commission. Robert Adderholt, who chaired the subcommittee on the last Congress, is taking over as ranking on commerce, justice, and science. David Joyce, an Ohio Republican, will be the top Republican on the Interior Environment Subcommittee, which controls budgets for the EPA, the Interior Department, and the Forest Service. In the meantime, second-term Texas Republican Jody Arrington, who represents a major cotton-producing district, won a seat on Ways and Means, which handles the tax and trade policy. Arrington served on the House Agriculture Committee during his first term. Republicans have added one new member, Montana Representative Greg Gianforti, to the Energy and Commerce Committee, which oversees the FDA as well as energy policy, including the Renewable Fuel Standard. By the way, 1899, that's the last time that Iowa hasn't had a representative on the House Agriculture Committee, according to the Des Moines Register. GOP Representative Steve King has been stripped of his seat on the panel. But Iowa is unlikely to be without representation for long. Both of the freshman Democrats from Iowa have been seeking seats on the House Ag Committee. Here's today's He Said It. We better start talking about March 1 and 42 million people not getting food stamps. That's Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa saying... He's growing concerned that the shutdown could drag into March when USDA is set to run out of money to cover benefits under the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. Grassley brought up an old saying that human beings are only nine meals between mankind and anarchy, a warning that hunger can quickly lead to a revolution. In the past, Grassley has used that saying to defend farm programs. Well, that's daybreak. For this Wednesday, January 16th, AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.